Section 12 of The Ocean, A General Account of the Science of the Sea. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Oliver King. The Ocean, A General Account of the Science of the Sea by John Murray. Oceanic Circulation, Part 2. Surface Currents the general movements of the surface waters correspond with the general movements of the overlying atmosphere just referred to the separate currents represented on the accompanying map plate five forming part of the general system in the atlantic the south equatorial current flows westwards across the ocean before the southeast trade wind until it divides into two branches off cape st roque in brazil one flowing southwards along the south american coast as the brazil current the other flowing northwestwards to enter the caribbean sea and to contribute towards the formation of the gulf stream when the brazil current comes under the influence of the westerly winds the water is swept eastwards across the south atlantic partly merging into the benguela current and flowing northwards along the african west coast thus completing the rotatory circulation of the south atlantic the benguela current is also indirectly due to the southeast trade winds which drive the surface water before them along the west african coast thus causing upwelling of the colder water from beneath to replace that driven forward at the surface the north equatorial current flows westwards across the ocean before the northeast trade wind until on reaching the windward islands it is driven partly into the caribbean sea and partly round the outside of the west indies towards the north american coast between the north and south equatorial currents there is a counter equatorial current flowing eastwards into the gulf of guinea the flow of water into the caribbean sea from the two equatorial currents and thence into the gulf of mexico raises the level of the water into that gulf considerably above the level of the open ocean and the water issues through the strait of florida as a warm saline current known as the gulf stream it is joined by the waters skirting the west indies and flows along the united states coast always growing wider shallower cooler and less saline until about the latitude of cape hatteras it curves in a northeasterly direction and after encountering the cold labrador current from the north in the vicinity of the newfoundland banks crosses the atlantic merging gradually into the north atlantic drift on approaching the coast of europe this surface drift is divided one branch owing to the pull of the winds around the north atlantic anticyclonic area flowing in a southeasterly and then southerly direction as the canaries current thus completing the north atlantic water whirl the other branch continuing in a northeasterly direction past the british isles across the wyville thompson ridge and along the coast of norway cold arctic currents flow southward one along the east coast of greenland the east greenland current and thus a subsidiary whirl is produced in the norwegian sea and two along the coast of labrador and newfoundland the labrador current in the south atlantic a counterpart of the labrador current of the north atlantic is found in the falkland current a northerly flowing branch of the great easterly antarctic drift of the southern ocean 
The general surface circulation in the Pacific is similar to that in the Atlantic, but the numerous groups of islands introduce greater complexity. The rotatory circulation of the North Pacific round the high pressure area is formed by the North Equatorial Current, the Kuroshio or Japan Stream corresponding to the Atlantic Gulf Stream, the North Pacific Drift, and the Californian and Mexican Currents. A cold Arctic current, the Kamchatka Current, flows southward from Bering Strait until it meets the Japan Stream. Crossing the counter-equatorial current, we have the South Pacific circulatory movement formed by the South Equatorial Current flowing westward, the East Australian Current corresponding to the Brazil Current of the Atlantic, and the Easterly Antarctic Drift which sends a branch between Tasmania and New Zealand corresponding to the Atlantic Falkland Current and another branch to supplement the Peru or Humboldt Current corresponding to the Benguela Current in the Atlantic. In the Indian Ocean, the circulatory movement is complete only in the southern portion where it is formed by the South Equatorial Current flowing westward, the Mozambique Current corresponding to the Brazil Current of the Atlantic, the Easterly Antarctic Drift, and the West Australian Current corresponding to the Benguela Current of the Atlantic. In the northern portion of the Indian Ocean, during the northeast monsoon, there is a North Equatorial Current flowing westward and a counter-equatorial current flowing eastward, but in summer, the southwest monsoon obliterates these currents. Vertical Circulation After having thus dealt with the horizontal circulation in the surface waters of the ocean, let us turn now to a consideration of the circulation in the deeper waters of the great ocean basins. Into the southern ocean, the Brazil Current, Mozambique Current, and East Australian Current carry inconceivably enormous volumes of warm saline waters from lower latitudes which, in their passage southwards, come under the influence of the strong westerly or northwesterly winds of the Roaring Forties and by and by necessarily become colder, hence denser, and sink to greater depths. Both salinity and temperature contribute to this effect, and the sinking waters carry with them the atmospheric gases to aerate the deeper waters of the ocean. Towards the south, these waters on sinking are drawn farther southward and become overlaid by the cold and less saline waters diluted from the melted snow and icebergs of the Antarctic regions. They are slowly drawn equatorwards to supply the place of the warm surface currents driven south by the winds. From the enormous quantities of warm water they impel before them into the southern ocean, these strong northwesterly winds may be regarded as playing the most conspicuous part of all the prevailing winds in the circulation of the waters of the ocean. A striking feature of the waters of the southern ocean is the interdigitation of currents differing widely from each other both in temperature and salinity, the colder of these currents having their origin doubtless in the Antarctic regions. Another important part played by the vast currents of warm and salt water is to mitigate most materially the cold of the Antarctic region, particularly at great depths, and thus to restrict the ice-clad area to its present limits. 
In the North Atlantic and in a less degree in the North Pacific, we have a similar vertical circulation due to the same causes as in the Great Southern Ocean, but owing to the less extent of the water surface and the restricted communication with the Arctic Ocean, the effect upon the deeper waters of the ocean basins is not so pronounced. The vertical movements of ocean water are brought about, one, by the pull of winds on the surface water resulting in upwelling, two, by differences in salinity between different layers produced by precipitation and evaporation, and three, by differences of density due to changes of temperature. Upwelling is most marked whenever the winds blow from the land towards the open ocean, the deeper water having usually a lower salinity and a lower temperature than the water driven before the wind is thus brought to the surface. On the other hand, the water driven against a lee shore is banked up and tends to descend. See figure 6. When precipitation is abundant, as in equatorial regions, the fresh water at the surface tends to retard vertical circulation. On the other hand, when winds blow from colder to warmer regions, or when dry desert winds blow across water, as in the case of the Red Sea and Mediterranean, they are capable of taking up much water vapor from the surface layers, which thus become more saline, consequently denser, and tend to sink through the subjacent layers. In these ways, water descends and ascends in the ocean, and in the descent the atmospheric gases absorbed at the surface are carried down to great depths and changes in the temperature and salinity are brought about. The foregoing remarks may be illustrated by reference to the accompanying map showing the surface density in the ocean, plate 6, from which it will be noticed that the density is greatest in high latitudes both of the northern and southern hemispheres due principally to the low temperature, but where there is a mixture with salt water from the tropical areas, the density is more pronounced than elsewhere. In tropical regions, there is a broad continuous band around the globe in which the density is less than 1.024, enclosing an extensive area of the Indian and Pacific Oceans with a density less than 1.023. In temperate regions, the density increases until beyond the 40th parallels north and south, the density usually exceeds 1.026, with well-marked maxima in the Great Southern Ocean and in the North Atlantic and Norwegian Sea, where densities exceeding 1.027 prevail over large areas extending in the south as far as latitude 58 degrees south, and in the north as far as latitude 78 degrees north in the neighborhood of Spitsbergen. It is especially in these areas of high density that the relatively warm saline waters from intertropical regions on being cooled sink down beneath the surface, returning equatorwards to a large extent as a slowly creeping, deep-seated undercurrent, and being drawn polewards to a less extent to replace the water carried away by the polar surface currents, as shown in the accompanying section, which is constructed diagrammatically to illustrate the general system of circulation in the Atlantic. See figure 7. It may also be pointed out that the waters which leave the surface in these high latitudes, owing to their low temperature, carry down a greater quantity of the atmospheric gases than would waters of a higher temperature, and thus aerate more efficiently the whole of the deeper layers of the ocean. End of section 12.